Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Viterra hopes to complete the purchase of the ILTA grain processing plant west of Regina by early next week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy, 60% chance of showers and risk of a thunderstorm. Wind southeast 20, the high today 20 degrees, the low 15. Tomorrow cloudy, 60% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm. Wind southwest 20, the high 25 for Saturday, the low 14. Sunday, periods of rain with a high 19, the low 8. Monday, sunny with a high 20, the low 6. Tuesday, sunny, the high 21, the low 6. Wednesday, partly cloudy, the high 18, the low 6. Thursday, sunny, the high near 21. Normal high is 24 for this date. The normal low is 8 degrees. The sun rose at 5.58 this morning. It sets at 8.04 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot is Yorkton at 22. The cold spot, Uranium City up north at 14. Estevan is 19. Saskatoon, 20. Swift Current and Weyburn, both 18. Yorkton once again, the hot spot at 22. In Regina, light rain and 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east at 3, humidity 89%, thermometer rising 101.5. Light rain, Moose Jaw, 16 degrees, winds are from the north, northeast at 9. Once again, Regina, light rain and 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best online at mcdougallauction.com. And brought to you by Edge Microactive, the new weapon against weed resistance. Visit GowanCanada.com for more information. Regina-based Viterra hopes to complete the purchase of the assets of Ilta Grains Processing Facility west of the Queen City at Belle Plaine next week. Completed in the fall of 2017, it has a storage capacity of 22,000 tons, along with a 135 railcar loop track. Viterra President and CEO Kyle Jaworski says purchase price is not being disclosed. We felt that it was a very good strategic fit for Viterra. Um, what some may not be aware is that we operate 10 special crop facilities across North America. So in terms of uh, the market access, uh, the, you know, the destination markets, also around our producer customer support that we're, we're very well in touch with those products and those markets. So we think it's a natural fit uh, for us to run that facility. It's a relatively new facility. It's got good capabilities, and we think that uh, we would be a very good owner to be able to capitalize on those opportunities. What is the purchase price? We're unable to disclose that due to some confidentialities. Now, what about other ILTA facilities for purchase? They've, uh, you know, gone for creditor protection. Have you thought of buying any of the other facilities? They've got a processing plant, I think, in Saskatoon, too. 
Uh, they've got a number of other facilities. Our, our really, our immediate focus is on the Bell Plain facility. We're looking to close the transaction next Tuesday. So it's, uh, it's something that in very short order, we've got uh, the closing of Bell Plain, plus we've got our, our Western Canadian farmers uh, starting to harvest their crops. So for us, we really want to get out of the, uh, the gates, as they say, strong in terms of providing a good service to the local growers around the Bell Plain facility. So that's really our immediate focus. Uh, beyond that, I think we'll assess at the time. Are you considering purchasing the other ILTA facilities? Really, again, at, at this time, our focus is just on acquiring and integrating the Bell Plain facility. Now, the ILTA purchase, are you concerned about ILTA's outstanding payments uh, to farmers? Well, for us, um, they're coming off of creditor protection. And um, obviously, we've got concern anytime a farmer does not get paid for uh, their product. But really, that whole process is between uh, the creditors and the farmers. So it's something that you know, we're not we're not buying the ILTA business. We're buying an asset, and uh, we feel we're very well equipped for us to buy that asset, uh, manage it properly. We're we're uh, we've been we've been operating in Western Canada for an excess of a hundred years, and uh, we feel we can provide very good service to the farmers in and around the Bell Plain facility. Now we are starting a new crop year, and of course, farmers are just starting harvest. How is grain movement going so far? Grain movement has, has uh, been very good. Um, when I look at both railways have continued to bring on new hopper cars. They continue to invest in crews and power. Uh, we've also used the time between the old crop year and this new crop year to assess our facilities. We've continued to do repairs and maintenance, also some capital investments in our port facilities and our country assets. So we feel we're very well prepared all indications the railways are very well prepared. So um, I would say things things look strong for this time uh, of the year. Kyle Jaworski is the president of Regina-based Viterra. The number of grain bags being recycled is up 25% in Saskatchewan this year. Clean Farms operates the recycling program, and stakeholder manager Kim Timmer says farmers in this province have turned in almost 1,600 tons of used grain bags for recycling. That's up from almost 1,300 tons last year. I certainly think it, it relates to the fact that uh, we've increased the number of collection sites um, across the province. Uh, so last year we had about 20 collection sites, uh, and now we're up to 34 collection sites across the province. Um, so there's definitely an increase in accessibility. Um, and at the same time, we also know that, that farmers really want to do the right thing. Uh, so bringing these grain bags into a collection site, ensuring it's uh, recycled properly, is really just part of, of taking care of their land uh, for themselves and their neighbours. She says the bags are shipped to the U.S. for recycling. I have uh, a colleague who's based out of Moose Jaw, so really takes it from there. So once the grain bags are returned to one of our, our 34 collection sites, she arranges for them to be loaded, shipped, and transported, primarily to southern United States, um, where the, the plastic is shredded, it's processed, and it generally ends up in plastic bags. More than 10,000 grain bags have been shipped for recycling, amounting to 84 semi-trailer loads. Farmers pay a handling fee when they purchase grain bags to cover the cost of recycling. This program is paid for through an environmental handling fee. Um, that is applied to grain bags when they're purchased. Uh, now this started in November uh, 2018, um, so farmers are really seeing it now when they're starting to buy their grain bags uh, for storage for this year. 
Timmer says Saskatchewan is the trailblazer in grain bag recycling. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by YAC Auctions, the first name you should think of in the auction business. Call 782-5999. Stats Canada reports cattle, hog and sheep inventories were down on July 1st compared with a year earlier. Canadian cattle inventories have been declining since the year 2005. Canadian farmers had 12.3 million cattle on their farms, down 1.3% from July last year. In Saskatchewan, the cattle herd is down 15,000 head at 2.56 million. Hogs are down 3% at 970,000, and sheep numbers have fallen 2% at 109,000 head. Sandy Russell is with Spring Creek Land and Cattle Consulting in Outlook. She says cattle producers have faced a challenging year because of a dry spring. She's not surprised by the drop in inventory. Canadian cattle inventories have been declining since 2005, now 27% below their peak level in 2005, and she doesn't see any quick rebuilding of herds. I would like to think it will happen again at some point, um, but unfortunately not in the near future. Um, we've been through the, the price highs that have signaled to many producers that would be the traditional signal to say build the herd, expand those price highs that we saw in 2015 and even the strength in through 2017 in terms of returns at the cow-calf level. Um, that should have signaled expansion, but because of a various number of other reasons, uh, we didn't see that in Canada. We saw it on the south side of the border, but again, not um, up here in Canada. So until we see another real strong price climbing and, and increase in, in returns at the cow-calf level, I won't be looking for inventories to increase anytime soon. The other piece of it, of course, is our efficiency and, and the fact that we've, we've become very efficient within the industry, which is good news, but also means we're not going to see inventories climb back to um, some of the levels we saw decades ago. Um, those large inventories are li likely behind us, um, just from an efficiency perspective. Stats Canada reports the number of heifers held for breeding was down 4.8% on July 1st from a year earlier. That always is an indicator of kind of the tone of the direction where producers are thinking they want to take their herds. And so to see that number down, while not surprising, is meaning we're not going to see expansion numbers anytime soon. Um, producers, just for various reasons, some of it, you know, returns obviously aren't where they were a few years back. And the challenges of drought in many areas, too much rain in some areas, challenges with feed supplies have meant producers just aren't able, able to keep back those heifers. And so um, not surprising to see that number down, but also indicates that there won't be expansion um, in the Canadian herd in the next year. With the fall calf run approaching, Russell cautions producers not to overreact to the turmoil in the market. There's a lot of uncertainty in the market right now. Um, the, the issue with the fire in the plant in Kansas has created a lot of uncertainty here in, in the past week or so. And so um, really what the direction of where this market is going to head is still up in the air a little bit. We knew going into the fall run that, um, you know, more inventories in the States, um, a lot of fed cattle to work through the system would weigh heavily on the market at times and so i think producers were prepared to deal with um some some weaker markets in spots 
but um, any uncertainty where you take 6% out of, of kill capacity out of the North American marketplace when we're looking at very large volumes has created a lot of concern. And um, I just urge producers not to, to overreact too much. The market emotion needs to settle a little bit, and hopefully we find a more stable footing here in the coming weeks, and I think we will as we work through that issue of, of capacity and getting cattle through the system. Of course, anytime feedlots face uncertainty on returns, that gets passed back into the feeder market and creates uncertainty in that market. So um, it, it's going to be an interesting fall. Uh, there will be challenges in marketing at times, so producers have to stay on top of their information sources and really watch um, what's going on in the marketplace to make sure they capture the most uh, value they can for their product. A university in the United Kingdom announced last week that it was banning all beef products on campus in order to help fight climate change. That was a difficult item for those in the cattle industry to accept. That really strikes a nerve with those of us who believe wholly in the, in the nutritional value of our product and in the sustainability. And I think, you know, the cattle industry in the sector in, in its entirety is part of the climate change solution and so with someone who believes that to her core it strikes a very uh, it strikes very close to home it's disappointing but i also know that these stories while they gain a lot of attention at times we also see on the demand side consumers really putting a lot of value in our product and seeking out our product demand has been strong globally for beef and I think we need to keep reminding ourselves of that and talking about the good news side of the story um, in terms of beef is a healthy, wholesome product that is good for the environment. So it's unfortunate to see some people aren't um, believing in that. And I think we need to keep talking about that as an industry and promoting that because um, the facts speak for themselves, in my opinion. Sandy Russell is an analyst with Spring Creek Land and Cattle Consulting in Outlook. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola fell $1.50 at $409.96. Oats dropped $1.08 at $161.99. Yellow peas declined $1.93 at $218.54. Number one red spring wheat went down five cents at 201.04. The rest were unchanged. Durham, 239.51. Feed barley, $172.63. Flax, 464.93. Feed wheat, $127.78. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, September wheat is up a half cent at $4.99 a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moosha. 281 cattle on offer at our Tuesday regular sale. Consisting mostly of cows and bulls. These really good top, top-end cows. They're 90 to 96. Sales right up to 99.75 on them high, high-yielding cows. Medium cows and wet cows are anywhere from 79 to 88. The good bulls traded from $1.04 to $1.16. Sales right up to $1.20 on them double muscle kind of bulls. 500 yearlings expected at our off-truck yearling sale here on Tuesday, August 27th. This yearling market has kind of bounced back. 
We're receiving on a holiday Monday, September 2nd for Tuesday, September 3rd, sale two. Let's have a safe harvest out there. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices for SIG 5, TCP, BP2, $170.50 per 100 kilograms. BP4, TCP4, $181.99 per CKG. And the outlook for today, 60% chance of showers, risk of a thunderstorm, the high 20, wind southeast 20. Cloudy tonight, chance of showers, and a low 15. Tomorrow, 60% chance of showers, windy, and a high of 25. In Regina, with light rain, it's 18, that's 64 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.